to things and stuff i am your host brady meyer and here we got my co-host for this podcast mr matthew newbie newbauer uh, newbie how you doing today i'm doing good i'm doing good i don't know if a co-host credit really sums up the work i do this is pretty much all brady so oh okay well um well you got any uh you got any fun christmas stuff going on here soon um no, not really. I mean, just going home, having some Christmas, just a bit of Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Was. All right. Well, we How are. Uh, I I don't have too much Christmas going on. Stuff. I am I am already back home. Um, it's nice to not be doing school. Um, and I don't know. We're doing a podcast now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, um, what what else does every twenty twenty year old white guy do? I don't know. Podcasts. Pretty much in its closet. That's where I'm doing my recording right now. Um, so the, this uh, this podcast is called Things and Stuff, as you have heard at the beginning. Also, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you would have seen the title of the podcast, Things and Stuff. So basically the concept here is that Newbie and I will take um, completely random topics and make top five lists out of them. So for every episode, we're going to come with, uh, I believe, four, at least at the start. Um, and so, for example, I have made my own list, but Newbie has no idea what they are. He doesn't even have an idea of, like, the content. Um, so I will tell him my list, and on the spot, he'll have to make his uh, top five rankings for them. Um, and then I will tell him what I have ranked for mine. And from there, we will just debate them. So that's pretty much the concept of it. Um, it's going to be pretty ridiculous, but it will also be pretty fun. Um, I, I think there might be some entertaining moments that come out of this. Um, so with that said, I guess we'll get right into it. Uh, maybe you want to, you want to start us off with your first list or should I go? Yeah. So I'll, I'll start it off. My, my All first right. top five that I plan on doing here is um, overrated foods and beverages. So what do you got for that? I need five overrated foods. Or well, f- okay. That's pretty open. I'll say, I don't think mine are quite as open as that. I think it takes some thinking on my end. Um, foods and beverages. Foods and beverages. You eat them, you drink them. All right. I'm going to say for my number one, I'm going to say just beer in general. Um, beer yep I, I don't like beer i don't really like any alcohol but i'm gonna yeah i'll say that's number one um if i if i never drank a beer for the rest of my life i don't think i would be too upset um let's see number two man this is tough let me just like google search foods and then i'm gonna see what uh what comes up this is not a great start for our ability to form, perform on the spot, Brady. I know it's not, but you leave me with pretty wide open category. Exactly. All right, Everybody. number two, I'm just going to go ahead and say sausage. Uh, mostly like I'm thinking breakfast sausage here. You think breakfast sausage is overrated? Yeah, I don't enjoy it. Oh, my God. That's a horrible take. 
Um, breakfast sausage is the most elite breakfast meat. Disagree. You think it's better than bacon? Yeah, it's better than bacon. See, actually, I was having this discussion with Ryan, who is my roommate the other day, and we were talking about it. He's like, he said he thought breakfast sausage was better than bacon. I said, purely as a breakfast food, breakfast sausage is better than bacon. But what you miss on the breakfast sausage as opposed to the bacon is bacon has far more versatility. You can put bacon on anything. That is true. You, I, you wouldn't put, you wouldn't make a, an SLT sandwich. Um, number three, I am, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say crab. Now, unless it, okay, here's, yeah, crab. I like crab, but it's way too much work to actually eat it. Like, I don't know. It, it's worth it sometimes to spend like 20 minutes to, to, you know, crack them all open and eat them. But for the most part, that makes it overrated. I'm not experienced with crabs. So. Have you ever eaten a crab? I've not. I've had like crab rangoons. I've had that imitation crab from like Pick and Save. You ever have that? It's like yeah, it's it's not great. It's horrible. Yeah. All right. Um, for number four, I'm gonna say Nutella. Nutella, the hazelnut. Yeah, spread. it's not. I don't really like it too much. I I can't find a whole lot of things. The only thing I've ever really had it on is a crepe, and okay. it really doesn't uh, improve the quality of the crepe all that much. Doesn't look like we're going to get Nutella as a sponsor, huh? Probably not. Um, and then my last one, I'm going to say French fries. French fries. All right. Yeah. As a whole, like they're fine, but they don't improve any meal that significantly. In my head right now, I'm mostly thinking McDonald's French fries. Okay. I, I just don't like them. Okay, well, what do you so, suggest as an alternative to the French fry? Like, what do you got? You well, you like you a potato well, wedge guy? You like onion? Yeah, I, I, potato wedge is basically any variation of a fry. It's not a fry. So, like Arby's has like the curly fries. Well, curly fries and, are French fries, right? But they're not like potato. Like they're not the they're same kind of fries. Potato. They they're are certainly potatoes. <laughs> they're not a potato fry like a McDonald's fry is though. Well, no, but it's still a French fry. I I don't if if you just want McDonald's fries as you're over it, I don't think you can. You can't call French fries your overrated food and then come in here and be like, yeah, I really like curly fries. Well, no, here, okay, hear me out. So, like, just fries as a whole, like, they don't do it for me, but you do something to the fry and it becomes a little better. I mean, like, a sweet potato fry, that's good uh-huh. stuff. Um, you like a waffle fry, like a, like a Chick-fil-A fry. Yeah, I mean, but a, but a waffle fry is just a French fry in a different shape. They don't it is, but it's, it. it's just better. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. So I'm going to, okay, if you want me to say McDonald's fry, I will. Uh, so let me reorder this now that I've thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so number five, I'm going to stick with the fries. I can, I definitely don't hate them, but I would say they're a little on the overrated side. Um, let's see, what else did I have in there? Beer is going to stick at number one. Um, I'll go with Nutella at number four. So we got, we got, Fries five, Nutella four. Um, I'll go with the sausage at number three, and whatever the last one I had at number two. Honestly, I don't even remember. I should be writing these down, but I'm not. But there's my top five. What's what did you have? Uh, so for my overrated foods and beverages, I had at one uh, the burrito. It's a any it's kind a really, like like a breakfast burrito or like no, a, just just any burrito. See, like burritos are good, but I I'm not the hype around burritos is so much like like burritos, yeah burritos have a low ceiling like 
the, the best burrito you've ever had really isn't that much better than an average everyday burrito. And if you get a bad burrito, it ends up as just like a mess of the innards of the burritos. And there's kind of a tortilla shell there. And it's it's just way too much work. It's sure. Certainly overrated. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think the, the 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 burrito as a whole suffers though. Like I mean it does when that happens, but I don't know if that just makes the entire idea of a burrito overrated. I think it just it irritates me that my burrito has fallen apart. All right, all right. It sure. takes away from the overall eating experience because now I'm irritated. Okay, makes sense. But what what else do you have? So let me see. Because like I guess I agree with that. But number one most overrated food. That's like I don't know. That seems to be high praise for not praise, high criticism for the burrito. <laughs> at two, at two, I I got ranch, and you're gonna find throughout this that I don't like ranch, beans. like dressing for like anything. Ranch dressing, no, like like a ranch where a farmer lives. I don't like eating those. <laughs> that's that's what's my overrated food. Okay, Thanks yeah, for- ranch dressing. Just I, thank, thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, I hate I hate ranch dressing. I think it's terrible. It yeah, it's terrible. I will I, say I I don't hate it. Like I'll eat it on a salad, but if it's between that and blue cheese for like a wing, one hundred percent blue cheese, no question about it. And I will fight anyone on that. I would just eat the wing without either of them because it's about the integrity of the wing. I mean, if the wing's not good enough to eat without ranch or blue cheese, it's it's not a good wing. Well, yeah, but. I, I mean, I would agree, but I also think it kind of yeah, people are gonna say like it's it's a taste enhancer. It's not a taste enhancer. It takes away from the wing taste. It just tastes like ranch. Yeah, I mean, if you smell it, just it. tastes like blue cheese. It tastes like whatever the flavor of the the sauce is plus the blue cheese. Yeah. And three, I uh, I got a same. I got a crossover with your list here. I think beer is overrated. Okay. It's it's not that good. So that's why you were like. Looking at me a little funny when I had that. Not because you thought I was crazy, because you had it on your list. Yeah. Yeah, right. but it's it's certainly overrated. Like, if I had to choose between a beer or a soda or, like, a beer, just to drink for enjoyment, you know? Yes. I'd take pretty much anything over a beer. Yeah, pretty much saved for me. I mean, that's why I have it at number one. Good margarita is a much better alcoholic drink. Um, sure. You know, so are a lot of alcoholic drinks. But And then at four, I have I have mayo. Mayo is... Like it's it's not necessary. You don't well, need it. I mean, I don't know. That one's so, the one so far of your list that I have the hardest time agreeing with. It's I just it's tough. I mean, I, I would never like it. eat mayo plain. I think that'd be crazy. No, I, but but like, like as a condiment, I, I I like mayo. So mayo as a condiment is fine, but people either put too much mayo on or like put mayo on things that don't need mayo. Like you ever get a sub from Jimmy John's with mayo? You just sub with Jimmy John's from mayo on it, and you try to take a bite of it, and the everything inside the sub just slides out because there's so much fucking mayo. You know, it's everything's just <laughs> sliding. I mean, I don't know. I always get the same Jimmy John's order at number twelve Beach Club. I could recite like the entire, you know, sub. So I don't really have that experience too much, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, and then like you don't need to put it on like your average everyday sandwich. Just buy better bread. I feel like your list, the theme that I'm seeing here is like no standalone food, except for beer, because that's different. But all these are just like condiments. Well, burritos aren't condiments. That's I, true. I've never had like fries with a side of burritos. But what I'm getting what I'm getting at is I feel like uh, I feel like um, you just you like food and like how you feel like it's supposed to be without anything extra added to it. That is correct, yes. All right. So, okay, let me take a prediction at what your number five is. Ketchup. 
You are wildly off. I okay. like ketchup. It's good. My number five is oranges, which are not at all similar to ketchup, except <laughs> on the color spectrum. <laughs> I um, suppose. I, oranges, I hate really? Oranges, they taste fine, and like orange-flavored things are good, but the effort that goes into peeling and eating an orange is just <laughs> way too much for what I get out of it. You got to peel the orange, and then you take the orange slices, and you got like you eat them and they're weird they have a weird texture and they still got strings from the peel like it's stuck in your teeth it's just not worth it i guess i i don't know i i like oranges but i guess i won't fight you on the, the that's the same idea as me with like crabs like i don't know i don't want to yeah. work to eat my food and also i think it's important to note here that like this is overrated so like to me the only one of mine that i like genuinely don't like is beer but the, with my other ones like i'll still eat them Right, I like. I, mean, I don't like high ranch. praise. I don't like ranch, but outside of that, everything else on this list I will eat. It's just they're overrated. All right, so you had you had uh, what was your number one again? Burritos, ranch, beer, mayo, and oranges. All right, I guess I could get behind your list. I would disagree with mayo. I take that out and I don't know, find something in, but nothing on there is gonna like cause a stir for me. All right. All right. Well, uh, why don't we move on to one of your top fives, right? Sure. All right. So my first top five. So when I thought of the idea for this podcast, which was to make completely random lists yeah. and rank them, and I had you in mind as a uh, potential person to, to do this podcast with, I, uh, I had a new one that I knew I wanted to do um, because I knew you'd be passionate about it, um, but not in a good way because I know you hold disdain toward this person Uh um so with that said my first top five list is top five Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies none of them I don't want to put any of them on the list have you ever ever seen a Dwayne the Rock Johnson I've seen a lot of Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies the problem is that none of them are good I I disagree I think uh he hasn't made a single good movie um you ever seen Jumanji uh, I haven't seen Jumanji. No. So. I would like to say that's a good movie. Also, I don't know. I mean, I did this list with in mind that I was going to choose movies that he had at least a prominent role in, if not like the lead actor. You can do it however you want if he has like Yeah, a I'm looking at role. his IMDb credits right now, and I'm just going to rank the things that I think have cool. T- Actually, the number one Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie is Moana. Okay. It's not. I it's thought not, you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say close. that or the other guys, even though his role in the other guys is pretty minimal. Aim for the bushes. I I, I liked Moana, Moana a lot. And then, so number two, let's go with the game plan. I saw that when I was younger. I don't know if I had the ability to have as much of a critical eye for movies, but I didn't hate it. He's yeah. got a daughter and he's a selfish quarterback. Yep. He's, that guy's wide open in the back of the end zone. He just runs in the touchdown. And like the guy gets really irritated, and I don't know why. Because they ever still scored football, a touchdown. Yeah, nobody. if you ever watch football, <laughs> nobody's pissed that they didn't score a touchdown, except maybe Walter Payton in that one Super Bowl. But Sure. Like, um, yeah, it, there's, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing, and it really annoys me when I think about it. Does that, does that uh, move that movie down a few spots for you? No. Oh, okay. No. So you have one, Moana's one and two is what? Moana's one, two is the game plan. I'll put the Fast and Furious series at three, just all of them. (laughs) The entire series. I'm getting nine movies for the price of one. I've never seen any of them, but I know that they have like 
uh, they have like pull around the wood place. Sure. It's a, I don't know. There's that one sad scene with Paul Walker. That's kind of cool. Played that Charlie Puth song. Yeah. And then um, uh, we'll go with San Andreas at four. I've never seen it, but it kind of looks. <laughs> You're just assuming it's good. Yeah, it's to got an a cool extent. cover. It's got a cool cover. Okay. I'm judging the movie by his cover art. It's there's like a smoking city behind him, and he's got a he's in a helicopter and he's got a microphone on. I think, you think there's any relation to the game uh, GTA San Andreas? No, I think it's related to the San Andreas fault. Like there's a big earthquake and the city gets leveled because that's not oh, sure. That's what would happen. I think it's in San Francisco too. It's in San Francisco too. All right, so that's number four. Yeah. All right, so then, let's what rounds it out. Uh, we'll put Rampage at five. That's got a cool cover too. It's got a white gorilla <laughs> behind him. So basically, so basically, your list was one movie that you actually enjoy, a movie that you've seen thirteen years ago, an entire mm-hmm. franchise that you haven't seen, and then two movies that you haven't seen but they have cool cover art. Right, but I can't, I can't put any, I can't put any of the other rock movies that I've seen. Like I've seen Baywatch, and it sucked. It can't be in his top five movies. I sure hope not. And anything with Kevin Hart in it can't be that good. Well, I disagree. I don't think Kevin Hart just brings down the quality of a movie. I, I don't think Kevin Hart's funny. Like, he's he's got some good stand-up bits, but, like, I don't think he's a good actor. All right. Okay, I've seen so, Pain Game. That was really bad, too. Yeah, it's not good. So, okay, so uh, my list is not too far off. I also have never seen a Fast and Furious movie. Um, I don't really have any desire to see them. I don't know. They don't really seem that good um my roommates think that that's crazy they've never seen one um but anyway i can't rank something that i've never seen on this list or i uh, i just wouldn't do it anyway my number one is the first jumanji movie the one that came out like three four years ago sure i think it's a great movie uh the rock's fine in it he's not great The, the jack black really makes the movie but I don't know. I wasn't necessarily writing The Rock's performances, just the movie as a whole, but also oh. what the what The Rock does to. to it's uh, not like The Rock's is, Rock is turning in Oscar worthy performances. It's not like he's Daniel Day Lewis and Lincoln. That is true. It's not what um, he does. So my number two is also the game plan, and uh, I know you said you've seen it hasn't you haven't seen it in forever. I actually rewatched it probably like two months ago. And Did it hold up. It, it holds up, you know, it's good. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's, it's got a little bit of comedy, a little bit of drama. The Rock's performance in it is actually pretty good. Um, you know, he's basically like this made-up version of, I don't know, Philip Rivers. If Philip Rivers was, like, known for his arrogance. And, uh, yeah, it's fine. I don't think, I don't remember him having, like, 11 kids in the movie. He doesn't. He has none. So I guess he's not like Philip Rivers. Yeah. Anyway, I was just thinking from a quarterback standpoint. Does he throw the ball with his entire – like he just doesn't have any arm strength anymore? <laughs> no, not that I know of. All right. So that, that's my number two. Number three is Moana. I, like, vaguely remember it, to be honest. But I do know I enjoy it. Also, the songs are pretty good in it. He sings yeah. that one, and, like, you've seen the video with, like, he sings it to his daughter, and his daughter doesn't yeah. know that. You know, that alone puts it in the top five. Um, number four, I had the second Jumanji, the one that came out in, like, early this year. It's good, but it's not as good as the original. 
And then my number five is the Tooth Fairy, a ranking that I would know you will disagree with. But I still saw it in theaters when I was like, I don't know, 10, however old I was when that movie came out. And I enjoyed it. And I haven't seen it since, but, you know, I also haven't seen a Fast and Furious. If I did, maybe that would be an entire top five, but I haven't. That the, the premise of that movie is that he plays the Tooth Fairy, right? Yes. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> you know how many stupid concepts for movies like work though uh i can't think of a lot all right well there there's some and that's one of them um think of like a stupid concept i think like like pulp fiction kind of had a dumb concept to it exactly and it's like the best movie ever great movie all right well that's pretty much good for my dwayne the rock johnson movies I know you would hate that list, which is why I included it. I didn't love it. Um, Rampage does have cool cover art, though. But yeah, so that's my list. Uh, You can go ahead and uh, give me your next list, and hopefully it goes better for me for thinking of stuff than... You see, I don't know, with the last one, like, thinking of foods, like, as how many foods are there in the world? Like, a billion? Like, that's just hard to think of. I bet uh, there's more than a billion. That's just hard to think of five on the spot. But anyway, let's uh, move on. I want to hear your second list. All right, so we'll do, we'll stay on the movie theme. I got top sure. five movies with misleading titles. Um, so, like, if you okay. went into this movie just knowing what the title was, what, like, it's, it's not anything like it would, like you would expect. Okay. Um, let's see. You know, I mentioned Pulp Fiction before. I don't even know what that means. But it has nothing to do with the movie. Now that being said, if I went into Pulp Fiction thinking it was about like oranges or something, I would walk out still being happy. Sure. I mean, I don't know why you'd go see a movie about oranges. I don't know either. But if you saw that that Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta and Bruce Willis were in it, I don't think I would really care. Hmm. All right. So, Pulp so I'll put that one in there. I don't really think. Um, how about, how about sticking with uh, John Travolta, uh, Greece? Greece? Gre- what, yeah, is, then... what does Greece have to do with the movie Greece other than the I think song? it's a reference to the hair product. I suppose, but that's like, I don't know. I, I guess I get what you're saying, but I wouldn't think like when I, if I watched that movie not knowing any idea what the title is, I'd probably think the movie's called like Danny and Sandy or something. Nothing related to Greece. All right. Um, I'm, I'm assuming the only thing I know that has a relation is the song with, with Preggy Valley. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they just picked a random song and then went with it and named their entire movie after it. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I got two of them. Um, let me just go ahead and look through like top movies ever. Some of them have to have misleading titles. How do you see like the uh, top like 100 movies of all time on IMDb? That's a thing, right? I think, yeah, I think just look up like top 100 movies. I think AFV's got one too. All right, I'm now making I'm now making my list the movies with misleading titles that are exclusively in INDB's top 100. <laughs> yeah, maybe you won't get there. 
Um, let's see. Uh, this one, uh, I, I guess Goodfellas is kind of ironic because they're very much not Goodfellas. Goodfellas is ironic. They are. You know, I've never seen the movie except for like one time it was on cable for like, and I, and I watched like the first 10 minutes of it and it was like every other word was bleeped out, but I still watched it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a good movie, I guess, from what I saw, but yeah, you I'll put that seen, in like, there. You ever seen Die Hard on cable? Yes. You know, the, you know the, the the famous famous line in uh, Die Hard. I think everybody knows what it yeah, is. Yeah, the Yippie Ki Yay line. Yeah, the Yippie Ki Yay line on cable is he's 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 talking to Hans Gruber and he's like Yippie Ki Yay, Mister Falcon. It's <laughs> it's so dumb. That sounds awesome. Uh, okay, I guess uh, my next one. I'll go with Parasite, the movie that came out that won the uh, Best Picture last year. The best Picture. Yeah. I watched it in the spring. Um, it was on Hulu. It's actually a very good movie, but I don't Proud really know. Thank you for being able to willing, willingly read subtitles. I mean, it's not that bad. I was uh, glad to understand that most people can't um, can't read that fast based on the backlash to it winning Best Picture. I was a little concerned for the literacy of America at that moment. Also amazing that that's number 21 on the top 100 movies of all time on IMDb. Um, okay, no, okay, I found my new number one on the top 100 IMDb's. Back to the Future. The first one, they go back to the past. Like, why is Back to the Future called Back to the Future? The, the second one makes sense because they actually go to the future. It's like 2015. Yeah, and then the third one, they go to the Wild Wild West, don't they? Yeah, and that's like back even movies. further to the past than the night, the first one where they go to like the 50s. That's my number one. I don't remember what else I had on there. I knew that's my fifth one. That doesn't matter because that's my number one. Also, I find something that's more misleading, which I don't think I will because that's like the definition of misleading. Also, Back to the Future implies that they 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 originally went to the future and then they came back right. and then they went back to the future. So they had like to go nobody, to the future. Twice. Nobody did any time travel until Einstein yeah. got in the car and hit 85 or 88. Einstein, Doc Brown. It wasn't Albert Einstein. No, the, the dog. Oh, Einstein's the dog? Yeah, I think I it is. Seen that movie in a while. Yeah, I saw it not that long ago. Anyway, yeah. that's that's my number one. Everything else I said is below it. I don't really know what the rankings are. Uh, all right, I don't I don't remember the rest of them. I number got... two is Goodfellas. Yeah, they're not yeah. good. Yeah, I, I got top five. I got five movies here that I all right, let's I hear have, that have misleading titles. So I I got one, a Dead Poets Society. Okay. There, I, I went into that movie and I expected it to be like, Robert Frost and Walt Whitman just chilling as ghosts, you know, just hanging out like, like maybe Henry David Thoreau is there. I don't know. It's, <laughs> okay, it's not. It's not. It's what definitely I not that. I, I don't like know. Kids standing on desks and going, "Oh, Captain, my Captain." <laughs> I guess that's poetry, though. It's about a poem, but like, it's not. It's not. There's no dead poets involved. It's, that makes I, sense. It's. I don't really know. I've never seen the movie. All I know is Robin Williams is in it. Rob Williams it's, is in it. So it's probably a good movie, but I, I don't I don't really know. I don't know if Robin Williams is a ubiquitous like this is a good movie. Goodwill Hunting eh. is really good. What about like Mrs. Doubtfire? I've never seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, that that should change. Anyway, okay, so what's your number two? Uh number two, I have scary movie. Those movies were not at all scary. They were right. But that one's also movies. parody. Of- it is a parody. Of the scary movie franchise, of the, the scary movie genre horror movies. I didn't really order this list. I just needed a fifth one. Okay. Is that your number five? Like your sure. fifth last one? 
Yeah, we'll put it at five. All right. And then uh, I got all quiet on the Western Front on here. It is not quiet in that movie. Um, it's not. There's a lot of guns and bombs and people get gassed. And it's it's not quiet. It's certainly not quiet until the end when he uh, when he dies. And if that's a spoiler alert, it came out in like 1940. So maybe catch up. Yeah, I don't think we need to give disclaimer for spoiler alerts for on, on all movies that are that old. Front. I don't think so. And then I have uh, I have one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Like if I went into that movie with the title "One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest" and know nothing else about it, I would not have expected a man to get lobotomized. No, that's I don't really know what that uh, that title is in reference to. But yeah, it's like, it sounds like it's like kind of peaceful or something maybe. Yeah, like ice pick not. to the prefrontal lobe. Did not expect that. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. And at five, I have Suicide Squad. Nobody in that movie could commit suicide. At least I've been led to believe that they don't. It's I, I thought like it would be a movie about that cult where they waited for the meteor to fly by and then they all killed themselves. But the, that's uh, not what happened. Like the, the spaceship was going to take them away. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I know yeah. Will Smith says that he's like, we're the Suicide Squad, but I don't really know what that I even know means. Will Smith was in that movie. Yes. It's been a rough year for Will Smith. Well, that was like five years ago, but yeah, it's been a yeah, rough no, couple of years. Like, just oh, in that, general, it's that year. Been, it's been a rough year for Will Smith. Yeah. All right, so that's your whole list? That is my whole list. All right, let me think if uh, if I disagree with any of those. I mean, a few of them I've never seen, so like, I can't really dispute whether or not um, Dead Poets Society is misleading. From your description, your 20-second description, it sounds misleading. I'm still gonna have to. The only thing I'm gonna have to disagree with you here is uh, Back to the Future should be on your top five. I I turned off Dead Poet Society because there wasn't Dead Poets in it. So I guess that gives you a pretty good indication that it is in fact misleading. Yeah, I wanted Ghost of Poets. It's not what I got. No, I'll have to watch it sometime and uh, go try to put myself in that mindset before watching it. All right. What do you got um, next? So on my second list. Um, yeah. All right. So we're going to take a quick uh, shift to sports lists here. Um, so my top five is um, the top five pure scorers in NBA history. Top um, five pure scorers in NBA history? Yes. So, um, I mean, I, I guess use the criteria you want, but for me, it's not like guys who can just score a lot. It's guys who like, like, if you had know. to build a guy to score a bucket. Yeah, because, like, Will Chamberlain, like, dropped 50 a game, but, like, I don't know if I'd call him a scorer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get so, what you're saying. So, yeah, pure scorers, just give your top five. And I had these ones actually ranked. I didn't just, like, throw five in there. So we'll see how the comparison here is. Based on, based on the criteria, I think the clear number one is Kevin Durant. Okay. Like, dude, six, seven feet tall. He shoots... He shoots he's had from 50, anywhere. 40, he's had 50, 40, 90 years at seven feet tall. So, like, if I had to make a basketball player, it'd probably look a lot like Kevin Durant. Yeah. And then uh, we'll go with Michael Jordan at two. Okay. You need a guy to go get a bucket. Michael Jordan could he could do that. Yeah, he could. And um, I think another guy who could just really, like, score was – I think I'm gonna put Larry Bird somewhere on my list. Larry Bird okay. is a great. Not shooter. necessarily at number three though. 
No, not necessarily a number three. Then um, not putting Will Chamberlain on it. Bill Russell. I think Harden mm-hmm. belongs. I think he's gotta he's gotta be there, just based on the numbers that he's put up. And then I think it's between Kobe and LeBron. We're gonna cut Larry Bird and we're gonna put Kobe and Bron on both of them at yeah. four and five. Yeah. So Harden's Actually, three. I'm going to take LeBron off, and I'm just going to put Shaq on there. Like, okay. Shaq was a pure scorer. That guy just – Yeah, that's bombed. true. So, I'll put okay, – so I'll put Durant one, Jordan two, Kobe three, Harden four, Shaq five. Okay. So, we have a pretty well-defined list here. That's good. It's not just throwing together uh, people. My list um, has four of the five same people. Uh, so, we're on the same page. I had Jordan at number one. Um I mean, I get what you're saying about. Um, I mean, Durant. it's an interesting. It's an interesting opinion. I mean, like Michael Jordan shot what 35 percent from three on his career. Yeah, it's not great. That's and where six, that's six. where I have a trouble. If he shot even thirty eight percent, I feel like I mean, it'd be clear cut. My only thing is that, um, Jordan, his peak. I mean. So what's like the the uh, single season scoring high for points per game for Durant? Like thirty three, probably. I think, it's, I think it's somewhere up there, like thirty two, something like that. Yeah, with Jordan, he had a, a season of like thirty eight points a game, where he could like on any given night drop like sixty. Well, yeah, I mean, but like Kobe's had years like that, and Harden's had years like that. Mm-hmm. But it's I think, like, like from a pure from a pure efficiency standpoint, Durant is well above the rest of these guys, like. Yeah, I don't know. This is one that I guess um, this isn't the hill I'm willing to die on. I think Durant can be put ahead of him, which is why I have Durant at number two. Um, seven footer can shoot from absolutely anywhere. Um, can make anything. Can give you fifty on any given night. I mean, his numbers speak for themselves. He had what four straight years in a row where he led the league at scoring in a league where Melo and yeah, where Melo was jacking 50 where, shots a game. Where Melo and LeBron, where Melo and LeBron were at their peak, and they still they weren't able to touch him and score. It's not like Melo at his peak is a real threatening thing. Eh. I I would take peak Melo over peak. I don't know Westbrook. No, I, I would take peak Melo over like peak Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson. The, well, yeah. Anybody with a brain would take that one. No, but that's that's like that's like a close battle for me. Like it's it's tough for me to take Melo there, but I think I have to. Over Ryan Anderson. Over Ryan Anderson, yeah. All right. Well, that one, I, that is that is a hill I'd be willing to die on, but I'm also not here to debate that. So, um, we're gonna go to number three, which is Kobe. Um, he's, I mean, amazing. What was amazing. Um, yeah, he, he could shoot actually better than that, better than Jordan. Um, efficiency is definitely a little lower, which probably is why he's here and not at one or two, um, because he could shoot 40 shots in a night, but also like his, his confidence to shoot from anywhere at any time and make it is pretty elite. So I don't know. I feel like Anybody who's ever watched Kobe would agree that he's a top five scorer, pure scorer of all time. So that's why I have him right there. Yeah. 
Um, I, I mean, his confidence could be detrimental at times. That is true. My number four is, is James Harden. Um, I mean, I hate him, but I have to respect what he's able to do. Um, the thing that sets him apart is being able to get to the free throw line, which most people think is annoying, and it is. But also, he knows how refs call the games, and he just takes advantage of it better than anyone has ever, probably. Yeah, um, it's annoying. For a guy to get to the line, a guy who's not like a seven-footer who just, you know, crashes the paint like crazy, for him to get to the line 20 times a game is pretty amazing. Um, yeah. Also, he scores – he's had two seasons now where he scored, what, 34 points a game, where in an era where a lot of guys don't score above 30. Right. I, I think it's it's impressive. Um, yes. And then my number five is Allen Iverson. Um, Iverson. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was looking at his numbers not too long ago. Um, I think that's actually where I came up with the idea for this list. Because um, I was, like, looking at his career stats. And, like, in the 90s, like, he was awesome. Like, I didn't even realize how good he was at scoring, like, several seasons of 30 points a game for a guy who's six foot is pretty elite. Um, like, I remember him with Denver because, like, I was too young to remember him with Philadelphia. And, like, even with Denver, he was awesome. But then, like, looking at – Philadelphia, like just the elite numbers also carried a team to the NBA finals. Like none of these other guys have ever done that. I mean, Kobe has been the best player on at least two, two finals, finals teams. teams, but like he had Pau Gasol there. He had other players there. Obviously Jordan had Pippen, Rodman, Durant on his finals team had the greatest team ever. Um, and Harden's never run to a final. So I think that also says something because as a six footer, Iverson wasn't doing it by getting triple doubles. He was doing it by scoring. Yeah, Iverson carried the team to the finals, but he didn't win. Right. But I still I think that's like, something. Like a more impressive achievement. Like Dwayne Wade had Shaq, but Shaq was kind of fat at the time. That's the true. Wade, Wade's championship. Well, Wade had a lot. It's like Wade had like the greatest team ever if those guys are in their prime. Yeah, but they aren't. Uh, Gary exactly. Gary's like 43. Lonzo Morning. Like yeah, 40. Yeah. Alan Iverson, I'll. I'll I'll put him in there as to round up my top five. So quick recap. We got Jordan, Bryant, Durant, Harden, and Iverson. I think we were pretty much on the same page of things. The only debate we really have there is Jordan or Durant. There's also like a Shaq and Iverson thing. And I got to say, if we put we put like Shaq against Allen Iverson, so he scored more points, I think Shaq would win. Um, probably. I think like, yeah. Like if Iverson's got to guard Shaq and Shaq's got to guard Iverson. Yeah, Shaq might beat him there. But uh, we, a guy that I was surprised that didn't make either list is Tracy McGrady. Like, prime Tracy well, McGrady. Yeah, score. prime Tracy McGrady had a couple of good seasons. But I think with all these other guys, they have a little bit of longevity, which I guess, like, maybe doesn't matter in a pure scorer's list. But I feel right. like it kind of does because Tracy McGrady had, like, a two- three-year peak where he was, like, elite. I feel like with all these other guys, you have at least a half a decade. I think Tracy McGrady also got hurt. That's true. But, like, yeah. I get what you're saying. And another guy, like, Melo didn't make it, which I'm very happy about. I knew he wasn't going to make my list, but I wasn't sure about yours. Yeah, he wouldn't have made mine. He's just – I mean, this uh, list is dominated by this decade and last decade with Jordan thrown in there. Um, and, like, I cannot think of a single year or as a whole where Melo would have been above those guys for even his own era. So, and also I think there's like, it's tough to rank guys from like the, you know, the fifties or whatever. With, the, with, good score. 
The Will Chamberlain the days. Yeah, with the Spurs. Yeah. 70s and 80s, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. that's where my list is. Um, I feel like we're most on the same page with that. Um, so give me your third list. My third list is animals that would be way cooler if they could fly. Just like, you know, you add wings to this thing and it, it gets exponentially cooler. All right. That one doesn't take as much thinking for me. Um, I don't even need to look at my phone for this one. So I'm going to say elephant at number one. Elephant? Because it's huge. Like, imagine... It has to be some big wings. It would. But, like, imagine if you just saw an elephant flying. Like, how awesome that would be. It'd be pretty awesome. So I'm going to have it that elephant at number one. Um, two might be a controversial choice. I'm going to say a dog. A dog? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I don't know. I'm a dog guy. I love dogs. And, like, if a dog could fly, they pretty much could do anything. That, I don't know. That'd just be awesome. Maybe it would be like annoying because like your dog could just like fly away from you. But I don't know. It would also maybe be cool. It might be cool. I don't know, um, I don't know if I like that pig. You don't like dog? I don't think so. I don't think I could like stomach a poodle flying across <laughs> the sky. That's true. Somebody might mistake it for a goose and then it gets a 12 gauge. So. Um, let's see. Number three, I'm going to say a donkey. Um, just because I'm thinking like Donkey from Shrek, like when he flies in the beginning of it, is pretty awesome. Why would you just go with horse? All right, horse. Horse at three. Then it's kind of the same thing. Um, four. I'm just thinking of stuff that would be cool. Like flying for any of these animals really wouldn't make it any more useful or productive of an animal. But it'd be cool. So number four, a giraffe. That'd be awesome. And number right. five, a cheetah. Because then they could do anything. Like, they'd be, like, running all over the place super fast and flying. The wings might affect their ability to run. Yeah. Maybe. But I'm assuming it doesn't. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, cheetah. Cheetah, um, giraffe. Cheetah, cheetah giraffe, giraffe. Horse. Horse, dog. dog and elephant. elephant. Yep. What's your top five for animals? It'd be cooler if they had wings and could fly. I got I got lions on here. So okay, like, why lions? Seen, you, you ever seen a griffin? It's basically just a lion with wings. It's a, it's a kind of cool. It's a mythological creature. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> and I got uh, Komodo dragons. Sure. That'd be because that'd, that'd be, be kind of terrifying. Be, yeah, that'd be tough. It'd basically be a dragon too. No, that's true. A dragon, but not really because they wouldn't be like breathing fire and stuff. Right, they can't breathe fire. That's another one we could do at some point. Animals that would be cooler if they could breathe fire. Komodo Just say the same things. Komodo dragons definitely make that list. Sure. All right. Another, so what's, what's the number another animal four? that would be another animal that would be way cooler if it could fly is the ostrich. Yeah, it's a flightless bird. Really held back by that. That's true. It's like. That's its reputation as a bird that can't fly. And I feel like yeah, it's, flight for a bird is like their whole gimmick. Yeah, it's, it's like its entire thing. And it can't even do that. Yeah. The ostrich is an underachiever. All right. I'm going to actually make adjustments to my list. I'll put ostrich in there instead of dog. Dog at number two. Dog. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll put dog down lower, take out something else. But yeah. And then I got, I had, I had, I had, also, I got killer whales. Could you imagine if a killer whale was flying around? That'd be wild. That'd be terrifying. It was the apex predator of the sea, and that was the apex predator of the air. 
That'd, That'd be, be like the yeah. most OP animal ever. Yeah. It'd be tough. Is that is there anything else or is that number five? No, I had snakes as well. Okay. I think it'd be cool if snakes could fly. That's another thing. It'd kind of be like a dragon. I like Word dragons. Of. If you haven't got that. If you're listening so to So which podcast, of these animals most uh, most resembles a dragon is just basically what the criteria you're looking for. <laughs> no, because I don't think lions resemble dragons and I don't think ostriches resemble dragons. I guess right. you could make an argument that killer whales kind of resemble dragons, but they're fat. Ostriches are an exception, though. The only reason they make in mind is because they're the flyless bird, and they they, the need, they deserve to fly. Is the irony of it? That's why it's on my list. All right, good. That's a good list. I mostly agree. I'm, I I I I had to include ostrich after I your list. Otherwise, I'm going to stick strong with elephant. Elephant and lion, kind of the same idea. That's big. We did quick top five. What do you, what do you got? What All right, so we're on my third list. Um, so we're sticking with the whole sports topic here. Um, this one might require some research on your end if you want, but it doesn't have to be. Um, it is the top five worst NFL coaches over the last five years. Top five worst NFL coaches over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to put in five years, five years, five years. How long is five? It, they, they, it, it doesn't have to be over like their entire like coaching career because okay. like if they started in 2013 or something, then that's fine. So I'll give you Hugh Jackson. All right. Uh, Matt Patricia. Okay. Uh, Vic Fangio. Sure. Is that the order you're going at right now? Jackson one, Patricia yeah, Jackson's two. Jackson one. Yeah, I think. Patricia's got to be two, and then I'll put Fangio at three. Um, Adam Gase. Actually, move Adam Gase up to one. <laughs> Worse than Hugh Jackson? Yeah, the only reason Adam Gase has a job is because he got to work with Peyton Manning. That's like, true. And because the Jets are just actively trying to tank right now, so they're like, who's the perfect guy to go 0-16 with? Adam Gase. Right. That's like if – I don't even know a comp. I don't even know a comp for what Adam Gase like the privilege that Adam Gase had here. He had one. He had one year where he, it was like a really good Tannehill year in Miami, where they they made the play. That was also the weird Jay Ajayi year where he had like four two hundred yard games and was awesome. And they made the playoffs, I think, at ten and six. And then every year after that, which has been like four more, he's been horrible. Like if I was if I was Steph Curry's shooting coach, I wouldn't get a head coaching job in the NBA. Like it's just stupid. It's so stupid that Adam Gase got a job. All right, so Adam Gase is your new number one, which moves yeah. Jackson to two, Patricia to three, and Fangio to four. Yes, Fangio goes to four, and um, actually, I'm gonna move this guy up to number two. So somehow Hugh Jackson slides down to three. That's amazing. But- but Bill O'Brien is just oh, you hate Bill awful. O'Brien. I'll say this: I don't think Bill O'Brien because like he made the playoffs, which I guess like I don't know. I guess Adam Gase can say it too. But he made the playoffs purely off the talent of Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I think if we had to rank the worst five head coaches based on their ability to also be a general manager, I would put Bill O'Brien in there. But based off coaching alone, he, he spoiler alert: he does not make my top five. Well, he makes mine. He's number two. He's all right. So you got so you, so you got Gase, um, Bill O'Brien, then Hugh Jackson at three, and yes, then Patricia Fangio. Third worst coach in the NFL. All right, 
Um, so I'll go through mine. So basically I broke mine down um, like this. So four and five are like the really bad coaches who like had one year. They, they only coached for a year and they uh-huh. sucked enough to prove that they couldn't be an NFL head coach and never should be and never should have been in the first place. And then three, two, and one are the guys who had like prolonged, uh, you know, failure. Um, so for me, number five is Freddie Kitchens. Um, Freddie. I think that team should have been good. They're good now with Stefanski. And it's Stefanski's not- a great coach. Yeah, he is. It's not that much different of a team, though. And somehow Freddie Kitchens did nothing with them and turned out a horrible Baker year when Baker so was good get... with Hugh Jackson somehow and Greg Williams. So he's my number five because he had one year and it was bad. Um, but it's not as bad as the people in front of him. Are we going to get two Browns coaches on this list? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's tough. It, it, you know, it's what you'd expect from the Browns. Anyway, my number four is Jim Tom Sula who coached the Niners, I think, in 2015 or something like that. Was that between Harbaugh and Kyle Shanahan? um, I think so. It might have been between – well, Chip Kelly was in there too. I don't know. It was a year they were were really not good. Um, I believe it was post-Kaepernick maybe or maybe not. 2015 doesn't sound like post-Kaepernick because Kaepernick was like 2016. Yeah, but he's also benched for some time in there. Maybe. Um, so he's, I don't know. I, I, let me look it up quick. Yeah. Jim Tom Sula, he had one season. It was bad. Um, he won like, he went like three and 10 or something like that. He didn't even make it to the end of the regular season. Like a lot of the guys on this list did. Um, so Jim Tom Sula coached the Niners in 2015. I believe that was a Kaepernick year. Um, but he went five and eleven, so he did make it to the end of the season. He was bad though, and he got fired pretty quickly. Um, on a team that probably should have been better. Um, number four is Gus Bradley. He was bad. He was there for like three years, and he did nothing. Um, I don't even know who that is. He coached for the Jaguars with in the Blake Bortles years. Oh, Blake Bortles. I don't know if he was the coach when they actually were like AFC Championship team. I believe Tom Coughlin was the coach when they were the AFC Championship. Okay, well, I don't know. Gus Bradley, he's bad. His record's bad. I don't know if these guys' records in front of me, but I looked them up prior to doing this, and yeah, he's bad. Um, my number two is Adam Gase. I had a tough time deciding between him and the guy who's number one, who I'm guessing you can think of who that is. Um, at least with Adam Gase, though, he had one successful year, and he's pro- he's proceeded to be horrible since, and I do- it amazes me that he still has a job, but I, I think that's enough to keep him out of the number one spot because number one, it's who we thought it would be this whole time. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson was three on my list. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it speaks for itself. He won one game in two years, one in 15, then went 0 in 16. And then when his team actually got decent, he just was bad and got fired midseason. He was, but – you know what he didn't do? He didn't take a team with a bunch of talent and then run it directly into the earth, just straight into the ground. Who are you? Uh... I'm referencing Bill O'Brien. Okay. Bill O'Brien, um, honestly, wasn't a tough omission for, for me from this list. The toughest one for me was Matt Patricia. He probably could have snuck into the top five. He's not good, but I feel like these guys are equally or worse than him. So 
quick rundown of mine. Kitchens, Tom Sula, Bradley, Gase, and Hugh Jackson. Is there anything on there that you strongly disagree with? No, I don't think so. I think I, there's a couple guys that are I'm surprised didn't make either of the lists. That's uh, Jason Garrett. Well, Jason Garrett was – he had he – had, he wasn't, like, horrible. Like, he wasn't good, he wasn't but – horrible. And um, who was that? I lost who I was thinking of. Frick. Uh, Dan team? Quinn. Jason Garrett and Dan Quinn. Yeah, well, Dan Quinn – Dan Quinn at made least, a Super Bowl, exactly. but the Falcons were horrible afterwards. He made a Super Bowl. Uh, there's just a lot more than I – most of these guys can't even say they made the playoffs, so. Yeah. I don't know. I think that alone keeps him out of the top five – discussion for worst coaches but yeah um so that's mine um you want to go to your fourth and final list for me my, my fourth and final list this is this is the one i had the most fun writing up so it's uh, the, the top five coolest names in history so it's not like you can give i did some research for this but it's not like you can be like ah brad that's a cool name like you're like they gotta be like famous people and they gotta have cool names <laughs> cool names yeah um okay i've always liked chris like, so like, I, you you're telling me that i need to have like 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 for example to, like like a name the name that comes to mind is not on my list but it's a cool name is like johan sebastian bach <laughs> so you want to, oh you want me to think of right. specific specific uh people specific people who had really cool names yeah all right let me, I'm going to need to do some research similar to you. Specific people with cool names. Yeah. How the heck, what did you look up to find this? I just looked up people with cool names. All right. Well, okay. Let me look that up. Um, I, didn't do, I didn't do a lot of research. I got four without research. So. All right. Well, I can think of one. Um, Mozart. His name is okay. Wolfgang. Yeah, that's a cool. That's, that's a good, cool. A good pick. Um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's not bad. That's a cool name. That. I'm just on INDB right now, which seems to be the place to go. Yeah. Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. I'll reorder I like these that. once I get my top five. So I'm at I'm at Mozart, Vin Diesel, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um. Who else should I put in here? Do they have to be like given birth names or can I put like uh, no they don't have to be given birth names. So can I put like Sting from the, the uh I guess you could put Sting. From uh what's the band? The police? The police, yeah. Yeah. Or you could do Slash from Guns N' Roses. All right, there, there's my top okay. So Slash is probably gonna be a number two. What I when you name this category, Mozart came to mind, so he's my number one, and then Slash is my number two, and then Vin Diesel is three, Arnold Schwarzenegger is four, and uh, Sting is number five. When you say my your your people, I'm probably gonna end up replacing mine with some of those because this is so on the spot. Um, I'd like to hear what you had for your top five. All right, okay. First, tell me this do do any of mine make your list no okay no. no not even not even close <laughs> they weren't even considered okay so let me hear them so um i don't know what's i'm gonna figure out the order of this at five i'm gonna go with marie antoinette 
and not because the name Marie Antoinette is especially cool, but like you hear the name Marie Antoinette and it's like, oh yeah, it, that sounds like somebody who would tell poor people to go eat cake when they were starving and then get guillotined. It's the name fits the person so well. Yeah. Are all of yours like old timey people? Like is uh, there's, there's one person who has like, existed is in the William, 21st century. Is William of Orange gonna crack your list? No, there's okay. no, there's there's one person who has existed in the 21st century, and he recently died. Hmm. All right, we'll keep going. I, I can't think of who that would be. And then at at four, I'll put Dangerfield the newbie. He was he was one <laughs> yeah. of John Brown. He was one of John Brown's. I believe he was raiders. the first of John Brown's raiders to. Uh, yes, he was the first of his murdered. men to die during the raid on Harper's Ferry. Yes, and he um, he's is just a great name, Dangerfield newbie. Anybody who has ever taken uh, a push, specifically in the year 2017, would know that. What a, what a stellar name, though. Just Dangerfield. It is, and newbie. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's like personal for me, too. <laughs> All right, so that's number four? Yeah. All right, I would. I didn't consider that, but he might run reorganize my list after I hear yours. I think I'm going to put him in instead of Vin Diesel or... Sting. So at three, I found this guy when I was doing this research, and his name is Manly Power. What? But what does what does Manly Power do? Manly Power. See, that's 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 the best bit. It gets so much better than Manly Power here. All right. So he's Manly Power, and he fought in World War II. He was the captain of a ship in the British Royal Navy. Okay. <laughs> Afterwards, he became an admiral, and he was one of the leaders of a, he was one of the leaders of NATO during its inception. And then he got knighted. He got so, knighted. So, so Sir Manly Power? No, that's not even his name. His full name is Sir Admiral Manly Power, <laughs> which is fantastic. Okay, which is, is a great a, name. So he's an American. No, he's 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 British. Okay, it's just a fantastic name. Oh, just I as pure by it, sir, but yeah. All right. As, as pure names go, this one this one's probably my favorite, but I'm putting that three because I, I like these I like these next two a lot. All right. I mean I never in a million years would I have thought of or even somehow found Sir Admiral Manly Power. Sir Admiral Manly Power is just but, but it's wonderful. awesome. It's wonderful. All right, so that's number three. That's number three. And at two, I have Prince, but not just Prince himself. Is it the prince, symbol he prince? Changed his name to a symbol. It is the symbol, Prince. Yeah. All right. So I can't disagree like, with that. They just referred to him as the artist formerly known as Prince. He didn't even have a name. It was so freaking cool. It's yeah, like, I don't know how that works. Like, done. can I change my name to a symbol and be like, he was reference the, me as this? The person formerly known as Brady Meyer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's cool. It's it's It was awesome. Prince was really cool. And he's the only person from the 21st century. On that, so he, re- I don't know, he recently died? Was he like, died like four like years ago. 2016. Right. I was trying to think of people who had recently died when you said that, and I was like, Kobe? Or like, Alex yeah, Trebek like or Kobe, something? Kobe's, Kobe's a cool name, and Alex Trebek is a cool guy, but like, and they're not cool enough to they're not. Really. They're not manly power, poorly. No, they're not Sir Admiral manly power, or just a symbol. That's true. Alright, yeah. so what is number one? I'm, I'm looking forward uh, to Number one is Vlad the Impaler. See, okay. because even if you don't know, it's such a great name because like, if you don't know who Vlad the Impaler is and you're like, hey, you guys ever hear about Vlad the Impaler? You can gather a pretty good idea about yeah, what you're gonna People are going to turn heads at hearing that. Can we get a quick uh, one minute spark notes on the life of Vlad Impaler and what he so, did? So Vlad the Impaler, I believe he was like Transylvanian, which is not where vampires are from, weirdly enough. 
no not but, adam sandler halloween well, movie yeah but he's he was like a ruler he got imprisoned when he was younger and some people killed his dad and then he put like thousands of peoples up on stakes and he made like a forest of corpses of impaled people and it's just it's wild it's a, it's a really good name to get it's a really good way to get the impaler after your name and like another thing, another thing here that makes Vlad the Impaler the number one coolest name of all time is Vlad the Impaler was also the inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula. So like he spawns off two cool names. He's Vlad the Impaler himself, and then based on and he's him, basically he's got, Dracula. He's got Count Dracula as well. That's attributed to him. So it's just right. it's far and away it's an easy number one. Okay, well, I'm not going to debate your your list necessarily because mine was very on the spot, and I don't think that. Vin Diesel is a top five coolest name of all time, but I'm going to move my list around a little bit. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep Wolfgang Mozart at number two. Um, And I think I'm going to keep Slash at uh, number three, but uh, I'm going to make number four, the artist formerly known as Prince. Um, I'm actually going to make my number one manly power. That's okay, awesome. That's fair. And then I'll move Vlad the Impaler to a number five spot. So, yeah, this was not – I cannot say this was a list I was expecting. But I, a, I, I enjoyed this one. You took a lot from my list, to be I totally did. honest there. But, like, another person – two other people I considered were Julius Caesar and Cleopatra. Yeah. Like, Julius Caesar is a really cool name. Like, he's got a month named after him, and he's got a salad named after him. <laughs> like, if, if some guy named Brady Meyer was the – was the first emperor of Rome. I don't think that we would have like a month called Brady and like a Meyer salad, you know? Would, would we have a would we have a Shakespeare play? Uh Shakespeare play, Brady Meyer. Yeah. Who stabs you? Is, is Brutus still there? No, it's it's I don't know. Somebody that somebody we else. somebody that we know. That's yeah that also existed in this still a Shakespeare play universe. It's called Brady Meyer because you're still a man of note. And then Cleopatra, like you can't be the queen of the Nile if you're not named Cleopatra, you know. Like yeah. her name was like her name was like Julie Smith. Nobody would be like, "Wow, is Julie Smith? She's so cool." No, it's, it's got to be Cleopatra. And then actually, you mentioning Shakespeare, he was also on the list at one point before I did more research, because like William Shakespeare is a really cool name, you know. It is. It's not, even, it's not like the William part, but like the Shakespeare part. I think it makes his plays more enjoyable to read that his last name is Shakespeare. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think what you said, though, it could be an uh, argument made for uh, the 21st century people. Like, so Vin Diesel's name is actually Mark Sinclair, and he just wouldn't be as famous now if his name was Mark Sinclair. I'm going to say. Think so either. And Lady Gaga is a pretty cool name. Yeah. That's why I asked about, like, given birth names, because, like, I'm guessing – slash and sting weren't slash and sting when they were born but no i don't think so but like even amongst those guys i still i'll take prince changing his name to a sibling that's that's, that's true it's so yeah i i had to draw a lot from your list i like that one that was the most that was your best list yet for episode two come come prepared with five lists very similar it was i liked the, i like the misleading titles too but that was my favorite list to do that was just hard for me to come up with on the spot but back to the future i will definitively say is the most yeah. misleading title ever of a movie that is also on the IMDb top 100 movies of all time. Yeah. Okay, so that's your final list. Um, I guess we'll go... Okay, we'll go to my final list, and then there's one other thing I want to do um, that is also unplanned, but I thought of it like an hour before. 
Great. Um, okay, so since it is almost Christmas time, and I don't know if we will be recording a second podcast in the next six days, maybe, maybe not, um, we're going to do a Christmas-inspired final list to send us out. Um, it is the top five favorite Christmas food slash drink. Um, the criteria for this one, basically, you eat it on Christmas or drink it on Christmas, and it has some at least loose association with the holiday. So just don't be like, oh, yeah, on Christmas Day, my family makes waffles, you know, because, yeah. like, that has nothing to do really with Christmas. You might eat it on Christmas, but right. 99% of the population doesn't. So something that has at least a loose correlation with with the holiday. Okay. So uh, number one, I'm going to go with ham because ham is just a wheat. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people are going to disagree with this. They're going to be like, ham can't be the number one Christmas food. It's so generic and basic and everybody has ham, but ham is fantastic. But if you don't think ham is good, then I really would prefer if you didn't listen to the podcast, honestly. So, and then um, at number two, my mom makes these peanut butter balls every year. I don't know if anybody else has those, but it's basically like peanut butter and powdered sugar. And you mix it up and then you cover it in chocolate and you freeze it. And you know, I only eat them on Christmas. They're really good. Love peanut butter balls. So good. So that's your number uh, two. Are you going backwards here? That, no, that's my number two. Okay. So ham's number one. Yes, ham is number one. All I'm right. trying to think of other like foods that are specific to Christmas. They don't like, have to be uh, like, you know, gingerbread house or something. I mean, it right. could be, but something that uh, at least the percentage of people would consider eating as a Christmas like a cookie shaped like Santa Claus. Those are pretty good. All right. Just, just Santa Claus. If it's shaped like Frosty the Snowman, does it taste worse? No, I hate Frosty the Snowman. Including the cookies shaped like him? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, as, like, if it's shaped like a Christmas tree, that's acceptable. You know? So basically just not any cookie that's not a Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, Frosty the I just don't like Frosty the Snowman. All right. So what's your number four and five? Then? Why do the kids get sad when he melts? Like they all knew he was gonna melt. No <laughs> snow works. They've seen it every year. I don't know. And then um, snickerdoodles are really good. I like snickerdoodles. Like cookies? Yeah. Okay. Like snickerdoodle cookies. I try to think. My mom makes like a bunch of candy every year, and I don't know like foods that are specific to Christmas that aren't. Yeah, candy. just you could say assorted Christmas candy if you want. Yeah. Is like, that your um, number five? No, I'm trying to think of something something good. Something different. Eh, yeah, I'll just go with this already Christmas candy. There's way too I like there's, there's a lot All of right. that, like Are we talking like things. just stuff your mom makes or like you know how Reese's does like the trees? Those are like, like they're good, but they're not that good. Oh, well, I don't know. I think that I mean I love regular Reese's, they're great. But any of the like the trees or like the pumpkins, they're so much better, and it doesn't make sense. But they just I like the I like the eggs and the pumpkins a lot. Those are good. The trees are good, but like I think they're pretty similar to the normal Reese's. Um, I guess. Also, what, 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 how does it how is it pronounced? Is it Reese's or is it Reese's? I say Reese's. Reese's, that's good. Yeah, because there's an apostrophe that clearly denotes that it's Reese's, and people who say Reese's are doofuses. I don't know. My thing is just like, so, no, you, okay, you always hear like Reese's, you, okay, so you hear Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces, but you never hear Reese's, you never hear Reese's or 
Reese's Pieces. Like, Pieces isn't a word. So if you're going to say it's Reese's, at least keep it as Pieces. I think that the Catholic Church should amend the seven deadly sins and include saying Reese's Pieces (laughs) in it. You say Reese's Pieces and just straight to hell. That just really gets you going. Yeah, it's so stupid. (laughs) It's wrong. It's clearly pronounced Pieces. You've said it so many other times in your life. All right. I wouldn't go so far as to say that the Catholic Church should make that sin. I'm going to send Pope Francis an email. All right. So your top five. um, We agreed on two of them. Um, I actually didn't include a ham on my list. I probably should have. I enjoy ham. My thing is just like I eat it other times of the year. Like I'd say the over under on times I eat ham in a year is probably like 14. And like at least 13 of those days are not December 25th. Oftentimes so. it's fourteen. <laughs> so so uh so ham ham was excluded from my list. If you wanted to convince me to put it on and knock off one of these bottom ones, you could. I don't think I don't think you need to have ham on your list. You just need to like ham. No, okay, all right. So I can still uh, my my friend card hasn't been revoked. Um, so my number five is something that I actually just tried for the first time a couple weeks ago, and that's eggnog. Um, okay, I, I thought about putting egg. I was gonna put eggnog on my list. I feel I like eggnog is a polarizing one because some people like hate it. Yeah. Um, I had it once and it was like a pre made store bought pick and save eggnog. And it was, I enjoyed it mm-hmm. enough. I enjoyed it enough to put it on my top five, but not to take over these other ones. And there really wasn't much debate for me to do that. Um, my number four is peppermint bark. Um, okay, which. I, I considered uh, peanut brittle as well. Mm. Um, I feel like they're pretty similar. I've never been a big bark or brittle guy. Uh, like peppermint, peppermint, I could go without. Like I like mints. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but like I don't, they don't need to be there. And then peanut brittle, I don't, I'm not a, not a peanut brittle guy. Yeah, I like peanut brittle more than peppermint bark actually, but I still like them both. Um, so that's my number four. I actually had that one for the first time last year. Um, so these these top two are, are recently introduced items to me. Um, my number three, I just have like gingerbread men, which I guess is like kind of similar to like gingerbread cookies, but yeah, they're shaped like men. Exactly. Or you can make it in house. I mean, I don't really know people who eat a gingerbread house. I made a gingerbread house a few weeks ago, and like we tried to eat it, and it was just not good. Um, gingerbread men are like a benign version of cannibalism. It's 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 about the scandal. Um, my number two is just cookies, Christmas cookies. Um, there's so many variations here, so it's really hard to get into it. Most specifically, the kind that myself and my parents make is my number one. Um, All right. And then my no- my number one uh, is peanut butter balls, and you talked about it, and they're elite. They are. They are there's, elite. There's really no beating a good peanut butter ball. We make them on Christmas. Well, not on Christmas, for Christmas, and I could easily eat. They're so good. Way They're, too many of them. Yeah, absolutely. eat them until you get a stomach ache and then vomit and then eat some more. Okay, so I mean, we didn't debate too much on this one. I feel like the only place that I would want to change anything is I could take bark off, place yeah. with ham. But yeah, so that's my final list. Um, so now that we're done with the list, we got, well, I got one more thing I wanted to do. It could take like five minutes here. Um, and that is that uh, I wanted to make some predictions on the NBA season with you. Um, okay. Because the season starts, I believe, in two days, maybe. Yeah. 
So that's uh, on the 22nd, I think. So then we can come back to this and uh, reference because we will have it um, noted on a podcast. You can see how horribly my predictions age. Exactly. So um, the ones I was going to do, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, and Rookie of the Year, and All-NBA First Team. Is there a Comeback Player of the Year in the NBA, or are you thinking most improved? Um, maybe it's most improved. I think it's most improved. I don't think okay. there's a comeback. I don't, yeah, I don't think there is. Yeah, that's what I meant. Most improved. Um, and if you want to make predictions for anything else, go for it. But those are the, the ones I was do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? Because I've thought of mine already. Uh so what do I have to predict here? Um the MVP, the defense player of the year, rookie of the year, most improved player of the year, and what you think the all NBA first team will be. All right. So for my MVP, I'm going to take – I'm not going to go with, like, a niche guy here for the MVP. You're going to go – Lillard. Okay. Lillard was playing hero ball in the bubble last year, and I think he's going to continue to do that this season. I think he could – I think he could be able to score, like, 30 a game. I think they give him the MVP if he does that. Yeah, even if they're, like, a six seed? Yeah, I think – I don't think they'll be a six seed. I think they made some improvements to their team over the offseason. So okay. I think the Blazers are going to be pretty good. I think Lillard's going to win MVP. All right. And then um, I gotta get defensive yeah. player of the year. Yeah, I think I think Giannis will repeat. Okay, maybe Anthony Davis wins, but I think it's between those two guys. Yeah, really. I mean, like the only big who has who's the only non-big who's won it recently is Kawhi Leonard, I believe. So mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be Giannis or Davis. And for most improved player, geez, <laughs> that's tough. I'm gonna pick Kobe White. Okay. Player. All right, um, and then all NBA first team. Who do you think? How do you think that would look? Uh, LeBron, Durant, Giannis, Harden, Lillard. Okay, and uh, rookie of the year. Miss that one. Rookie of the year. Yeah, I I gotta ride with this. I'll take Sadiq Bay. All right. Um, okay, so for my predictions, I had. Uh, MVP with Luca, which I feel like is a very typical pick this year. I'm just high on the Mavericks in general. Luca should be good. The Mavericks should be good. I fully expect them to be a top four seed, at least. I could see him being two or three. Um, so I think he'll be up there. I think he's a good bet to win. Lillard, I'd probably give him the second best odds. Um, I mean, there's no way Giannis is winning for a third time, as good as he might be. I right, don't really right. believe LeBron has much of a chance. Even I think LeBron has a shot if he has a great year. I mean, he's probably going to have a great year. He's LeBron mm-hmm. James. I think Durant's got a shot at MVP. I think a trendy pick is Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Sort of like I just don't think the Warriors year. are going to be as good. All right, without Clay, I mean, it's going to be tough. So, yeah, um, Luca's my my MVP pick. Rookie of the year, I've got LaMelo Ball. I think he'll ball out. Um, other options for me. Basically, the top four, five picks, except for Patrick Williams, not super high on him. Um, but the, the rest of the guys up there. Um, my uh, defense player of the year is Anthony Davis. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think he was runner up last year. Got a good yeah, shot. He was. Um, and then, uh, actually, my most improved player is also Kobe White. Oh, okay. Um, I like that. 
So agree on that one. And then my all NBA first team, I think it's gonna be Giannis, LeBron, or the forwards, um, center, Embiid. Embiid. Yeah, I don't know. They it's weird because like, but the do they have to put a center on it because I think they do do a center. All right, I don't know. Uh, then I think I think Giannis misses the first team. I'll put Jokic in. So. All right, um, and then my guards. I'm gonna say not Harden because I don't. I think he's. I don't think he's gonna stay the whole year there. Um, my guards are gonna be Luca and Lillard. All right, I think that's all gonna be a first team. So I just wanted to say that. I thought that'd be uh, something else unplanned, but just see what we got there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all for uh, our lists and. Also, the podcast for today. Um, you got anything you want to mention before we uh, wrap it up here? I mean, just like if you hate this pod, just send me a text message with a bunch of insults or something because I know that only people who know me are going to listen to it. So just, just let me know if you hate the podcast. Make me feel really bad about it. <laughs> I don't know. I think this podcast is going places. All right. That's um, all I got. All right. You uh, want to throw out any social medias or anything before you oh. leave? Go for it. I don't think I want to throw out any social media. I'm not an influencer. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw out mine out there. Um, by the time this podcast is up, um, there should be a things and stuff Twitter page. Um, also, this podcast is called things and stuff. I think I mentioned it like once. Um, but you probably know that if you're here. Um, I'm Brady Meyer. Um, Twitter is at Meyer underscore Brady 12. My personal Twitter, you can find me there. Um, this podcast, I hope to be a weekly thing probably maybe hopefully it'll be back if not I'll yeah i mean I, I think i would assume i'll be back I, i'd actually like to throw out a tiktok or like a, a, a social media you guys can follow me on tiktok at, at addison ray so that's where you'll find me all right i think she needs more followers yeah you mean you i think you need more followers yeah i know you're like 70 million yeah all right um well that's all i got um you can find me on social media where i said um we'll be back here with another episode soon hopefully um everyone stay safe wear a mask have a happy christmas merry christmas um and we'll see you next time your heart is living in my phone you told me that you just can't stand to be alone say your heart's not content but i know he's still at home Cause I saw you dancing with them a few weeks ago So get about the scene, babe I'm feeling sick today My greyhound's waiting, it's moving that away faster pace Just get a lady, ain't These thoughts all in my brain If I told you, but you care to stay Cause you know how I feel Make sure that it's real right. My heart is yours so still it's over and over, it's over and over You know how I feel Make sure that Check my pulse when I stand up, feeling space, no pressure. You fell in love with the sex, huh? This rain's kinda hard to measure. My feelings messed up, your diamonds scratched up. No, I don't miss us. You got me fucked up. You never show love. I never woke up. My dream said, hold up, slow up, pull up, throw up. You told me to shut up, grow up, stay tough because you know how I feel.
Thank you.